Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I've had better moments, but currently just living, I think. I don't want to say surviving because that's just too sad, but living. I'm trying to accept the fact that life is mundane sometimes and you have like limited core memories. <laughs> or core memory moments, in fact, and sometimes you just have to accept that, um, and I'm trying to look at it from, like, a very positive angle, um, so I acknowledge the fact that I'm screwed, but mentally, most specifically, but I say it with, like, a very positive tone, and it makes it better, like, I'm screwed, and look at that, like, so much difference and for whoever understood that reference i deeply love you i seriously do really appreciate you thank you for being here <laughs> other than that life is life is great <laughs> you know other than the whole i've been going through things i always have like i don't know why the brisco moments and i use it in that phrase but it's essentially a character from to the lighthouse by Virginia Woolf, whom is throughout like the whole three different sections of the book, she is always the one who looks from the outside, and the, she's just always standing outside looking in. And I know I brought us up like so many times because I feel like her from now and then. And I, and it's funny because this morning actually I was telling this to one of my friends, and and she asked what has like what has been the recent change that kind of made me feel like Lily Briscoe again and I sin sincerely changed the subject very badly um but essentially I don't know <laughs> and I felt like changing a subject it's easier than just saying I don't know but other than that life is great <laughs> And love being in denial is like the perfect, it, it's so good. You guys should try it. I mean, don't really, but um, it's a very, it's the greatest experience of all time. It's just knowing that you're doing not that good, but trying to fake through it. Um, so, so essentially today's letter, it's kind of relevant to the Virginia Woolf universe and a, it's kind of based on something I wrote a couple of years ago for a class of my undergrad. It was a class on Virginia Woolf and sickness, and I wrote a new ending to Mrs. Dalway. It's a sadder ending, obviously, but I wrote a new ending to Mrs. Dalway, and I also, I wanted to essentially write one for to the lighthouse, but then I loved that ending so much that I just didn't touch that or didn't dare to touch it. But the new ending I wrote for Mrs. Dalloway is one of my favorite things I've ever written. And you can call it fan fiction or whatever. I mean, it essentially is. But I really like it. And I wanted to do something with it. And you guys already know that I'm obsessed with Virginia Woolf. And especially the love life of Sally and Mrs. Dalloway. Or Clarissa. <laughs> and they're is obviously a letter based on them and there is a poem which is the letter essentially that I wrote based on them and I always associate the song Last Kiss by Taylor Swift 
um, to to them. Like I feel like it, it's their song. I, I don't know whatever other people say, and it's so weird to ever imagine a new ending for your books. And it's not even a new ending. It's just like an extension of an ending. And when I wrote it, I was it was like the first summer of COVID. Like nobody knew what's gonna happen, and. I was at the very weird mental state um, and I really wanted to write something that meant so much to me. So I really appreciate that you're taking time to listen to it, but also like really excited to share it because I think my professor is the only person who has ever read it and one of my other friends. Um, And I have twisted it and it's kind of amazing i don't know <laughs> pat on the back i don't call my pieces of work amazing as often but this one is a good one so i hope you enjoy it so here's to episode 19 of letters never sent Letter number 19 to all the Virginia Woolf fans out there. Lady Roster was right, Peter thought. As Sally gestured him to get up, the brain didn't matter when compared to the heart. For there she was. It is Clarissa, Peter had said, and Sally responded naturally. But Peter didn't hear a word. He thought once more, wondering why his heart was suddenly beating its way out of his chest as he was back in his younger ages and in love once more. Then he saw, there she was, Clarissa. At last she was making her way to him. None lost eye contact until Clarissa approached Sally, noticed the new scent she hadn't smelled before. Was it Peter? He never used to give off the scent of newly blossomed roses on an early morning day of September. It had been years, but at that moment, none of it mattered. It felt as it had been only yesterday. It all felt as if they are back in the same room, back in their younger days. And for a split of a second, Clarissa wondered what she would have done if she could go back. She heard her name shouted from across the room, and she thought it to be the Prime Minister's. It didn't matter, for there was Peter. Peter Walsh. There he was, with the same spark in his eyes. Despite her seeing him just this morning, Clarissa still felt as if she had not seen him for ages. She suddenly felt the need to grab his hand, so she did. And that was enough for the whole world to come to a stop. Or so he did, for Peter, for there she was. Clarissa, oh, Clarissa. For she has never looked that beautiful until this morning. The two of them together. No Richard, no Mrs. Dalway. None of the titles mattered anymore because there she was, Clarissa. His, Clarissa, healthy and alive. She grabbed his hand and took him to her drawing room. The drawing room looked clean, 
looked as if it was recently tweaked. The smoothened covers, the straightened chairs, so bright, so beautiful. Lucy had done a great job, Clarissa thought to herself. Indeed, everyone seemed different at this party, but Peter was another. He was always unusual, nervous, playing with his pocket knife, always putting his heart first and head last. Peter glimpsed around. The room was precisely the way he had imagined it to be. Then his eyes reached this beautiful painting of a garden. A garden filled with roses, similar to the one where she had accepted Richard's proposal. The garden where he thought he had lost her forever. It's beautiful, isn't it? Clarissa had said a minute ago. But Peter failed to respond. He was incapable of doing so. Clarissa then let go of Peter's hand. Indeed, but nothing in this world will match your beauty. Peter had thought to say, but never got the courage to do so. As the clock struck midnight, Richard Dalloway came to find his wife, as pale as always, buried in between the fragmented bits of her painting. Clarissa's heart refused to let her see another June day. As she suddenly dropped on the ground, Peter had grabbed his pocket knife and cut the garden painting to pieces. I hoped you enjoyed this figment of my imagination. Nafas.